Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. Hey, y'all. We just got back from Oregon. We were there on a five-night river trip. This is not something we typically do on vacation. We usually rent a place at the beach for a few nights. Maybe we'll go to the mountains, but we definitely are not the camping outside for multiple days type family. Um, I would like to be that type of person, which is part of what led us to book the trip. So it was way outside of our comfort zones. Well, Let me just say this. It was out of my comfort zone, not my husband's. He is sort of that outdoor kind of person. Um, But I wanted to be that person. So I had to take actions that that person would take. So here are some things that I learned from this vacation. Number one, you can escape from yourself. When I looked up the definition of vacation, in addition to the traditional definition about taking time off of work, it said vacation could be described as the act of leaving something one previously occupied. The act of leaving something one previously occupied. So a vacation like this was definitely an act of leaving one hope behind and getting introduced to a new hope. It taught me a lot about myself. And the beauty of stepping away from your life and your routine is that you can get away from yourself. You can reconnect with your essence. And by essence, I mean your inner self, your soul, your true self, whatever you want to call it, that part of you that has been the same since you were born. One of the main lessons in earth school is to know yourself, and that is your essence, to know the that inner part of yourself, that quiet voice, that still part of yourself. And we, especially as women, we conform ourselves to expectations. Like I have to be a responsible mother. I have to be a dutiful wife. I have to be safe. I have to be reliable. I have to eat gluten-free, sugar-free, and exercise five days a week. But while we were gone, instead of drinking the recommended amount of water, I just drank when I was thirsty. I went to bed when I was sleepy. I let my body wake up when it wanted to. Number two, doing things outside of my comfort zone pushed me to grow beyond who I thought I was. So I tend to think of myself as sort of type A person, does not really take risk like kayaking and class four rapids or the type of person who is not going to jump from a really tall rock outcropping into the river below. I don't really, well, I didn't really think of myself as the type of person who would sleep without a sleeping bag under the stars, nor did I ever think that I'd be okay hanging out in this cold creek with these, oh my gosh, it gives me chills to think about it, these 
skinny little pencil thin gray garter snakes. But I did. I did all of that. I became the type of person who would do those things. Being on the river for five days had an effect on me, for sure. It pulled me back to myself. It reminded me of my own ability to change. And the guides told us that the river will move around and over obstacles. It's persistent. It Over the years, it creates change. And it also changes based on how high the water level is. A few years ago, there was a flood and the river was like way up at the top of the peaks we were surrounded by. And um, somebody asked Andy, our guide, if the river was harder to navigate during that time. And the guide said, well, it may be moving faster when it's that high, but it's actually easier in many ways because the rocks they normally had to navigate around and look out for became less of an issue because they were covered under all that water. Number three, freedom. I felt so free for those five days, not only free from social media, work emails, text. I felt freedom from my roles and obligations. I didn't have to be Hope, the supper club coordinator, or Hope, the PA, or Hope, the mom who makes the kids eat healthy and go to bed on time. And this is when Eli said, Mom, do you think we could sleep without a tent tonight? He and I were sharing a tent, and um, Chase, my husband, and Ollie were sharing a tent. And he said, what if we just don't set up a tent and we sleep under the stars? And at first, I did not want that kind of freedom. I wanted, even though a tent can't really protect you from bears or snakes, I thought, well, it, it'll still protect me somewhat. But I threw caution to the wind. I slept under the stars, and it was hugely life-changing to look up and see all those billions and billions of stars. While we were gone, I ate bread, I ate dessert. I went to bed at 10 o'clock, and y'all know my usual bedtime is 8.30. And this was West Coast time, and I woke up at 6 o'clock. I didn't exercise except for doing some mild little yoga stretches in the morning. And I did them because they felt good, not because I felt guilty about not exercising. And like I said, I leapt off this huge rock. I stood there for... So long, it was getting embarrassing. And finally, this little girl who was in first grade said, I'll do it if you do it. And she'd been scared too. So she and I were the last two to jump off. And when she said that, I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I, I did it. And I was so scared, but it was exhilarating. Number four, reimagine yourself. So as I said in the beginning, this is not my typical vacation. I am not typically the type of person who will take and go on outdoor adventures. But this taught me to reimagine myself. Imagine the person that you would like to be. Would that person be a rule follower? Would she show up on time everywhere she goes? Or would she go with the flow? What would she dress like? Would she wear yoga clothes everywhere? How would she handle obstacles and setbacks? What would she do when her buttons were pushed? Have you ever tried on a new outfit in a store and thought, well, it doesn't really look like me, but I wish that I were that kind of, I wish I were that person who could wear this dress. So I did this recently. I was in a store with my husband, not really planning on buying anything, but I saw this dress. It was a sleek eggplant colored dress. And I was like, I don't wear 
purple. That's not my color. But I tried it on anyway. And I looked in the mirror and I was transformed into a different version of hope. I didn't even feel like myself. And I was like, whoa, this hope is confident. She is the type of lady who would throw her shoulders back, straighten her spine and own the room. And that's not really me. I'm way more concerned about making everybody else feel comfortable. But this dress showed me that I could be a different version of me. So I bought it. I saw this um, also with my daughter. She's a nail picker. And she usually, well, she almost always has food on her face and like a dirty t-shirt. And she's just like lives life to the fullest like that. And it's amazing and wonderful, but she's just not the nail polish type. But my mother-in-law took her to get her nails done a few weeks ago. And I noticed a transformation in my daughter after she had her nails done. She was so proud of having pretty hands and feet. She stopped picking. She made sure she had on like a clean shirt. It's crazy how something like that can help us reimagine ourselves. I'll give y'all one more example. Um, I used to be super unbendable, very rigid and intense. And I decided about five years ago, I wanted to be more Zen, more laid back. This was before I did yoga teacher training. Um, I'd started a new job and I decided this hope was not going to be so type A. She was going to roll with it. And so you often come across somebody in your life who maybe... Um, exhibits these characteristics. So there was a lady, I didn't even really know her. She was on a committee that my husband was on. So I ran into her a couple of times, but I just decided she was the coolest and I wanted to be like her. So she had this headband. At the time, these kind of wide headbands were all the rage. And so I bought one and I wore it. And the first time I wore it, I had this imposter syndrome. Like, who do I think I am? I felt like a kindergarten teacher coming to school in lingerie. But I kept wearing it every now and then. And when I wore it, I thought of myself as Zen Hope. And so weeks later, I'd stopped wearing the headband. Um, and my sister-in-law said, you're like a new person. You are so laid back. And I was like, what? Somewhere along the way, I sort of began exhibiting those characteristics. And now the medical assistants that I work with tell me that I'm pretty laid back. Not a slacker, but someone who doesn't get easily frazzled or upset about patients or my schedule. I mean, I'm not perfect. I still think of myself as type A, but it was like by thinking of myself as Zen Hope, I kind of started acting like that. All right. The last lesson I learned from vacation was when we get away, we get to examine our pointy rocks and our damaged areas. Andy, our guide, told us about a time recently when the water level went down. So the boats were riding lower in the river, and they didn't know this, but um, there was a pointed rock coming out of the wall, almost like a dagger, and it punctured about 11 rafts in 48 hours. So think about that. I mean, these are huge rafts. They weigh, I don't know, 300 pounds, maybe 200 pounds, and they carry all of our supplies. And these, and I guess they carry people too. I don't know if any of the ones punctured had people on them. Hopefully not. But, um, but this is the other thing. That pointy part was invisible. It was just below the surface. So you couldn't see it coming and avoid it. 
life often has hidden obstacles like that. And many times we'll have a dozen punctures before we figure out where the problem is, before we can see it and say, yes, this is this is why I keep dating guys who are treating me this way, or this is why um, I'm a woman who keeps playing small. It's because my parents expected and demanded that. Or maybe your pointed rock is that you keep showing up as a victim instead of really being present in your life. Maybe you're being a victim and one day you wake up and you see that pointed rock and you decide your story is no longer serving you and you decide it's time to write yourself a new chapter. So this wraps up my vacation lessons episode. For your homework, I want you to take a few minutes and imagine the kind of person you would like to be. And oftentimes it's somebody in your circle or somebody you come in contact with that you think, oh my gosh, I would, I could never be like that person. They're so cool. I mean, maybe it's, um, my husband calls it <laughs> dad envy. Like there's a dad who is so cool and he took his kids in a van to Mexico by himself and they just stopped along the way and had fun and did all these cool things. And he's like, I'm not that kind of dad, but I wish I were. Or maybe it's somebody you have mom envy about and it's somebody you think, gosh, she is so good with her kids. Now, be careful because nobody is perfect, but I want you to look at things that they're doing or actions they're taking and think about, could you take a baby step towards that? So maybe Chase is not going to rent a van and take our kids to Mexico, but he did go with me to Guatemala with the kids. So... You know, that was a pretty cool dad thing to do. Or maybe I'm not going to be the laid back mom as and let the kids eat whatever they want and let the kids go to bed whenever they want to. But maybe when we're on vacation, we can, you know, eat not healthy foods. We can stop for ice cream twice in one day. We can let them stay up till 10 o'clock watching a movie. So just imagine the type of person you want to be and spend some time daydreaming about that. And then take a tiny little step in that direction. I'll post some pictures on my website, hopethepa.com. And don't forget, if you're interested in group coaching, we're going to have an awesome program coming up. So shoot me an email, hope.cook at gmail.com, and I'll tell you all about it. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you like this podcast and think someone else could benefit, please share it. I'd also love for you to write a review on your favorite podcast platform like Spotify or Apple. And lastly, if you would like more of the same, come over to my website, hopethepa.com. Thank y'all for listening.